welcome to Broadcast is Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus. This week we have on Dion Dunn. She joins us in the studio, and we are talking about contentment. So I pray you're encouraged by this interview to use your position, no matter what it is, to broadcast God's love. So enjoy this conversation with my dear friend, Dion Dunn. She's a real estate agent here in Pensacola. When I was thinking about talking to you, the Bible verse that came to mind is 1 Timothy 6, 6 through 8. And it says, Now there is great gain in godliness with contentment, for we brought nothing into the world, and we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we have food and clothing with these, we will be content. And what does that mean to you? It's the ultimate for me. I, I think that's a sweet verse, but it's the truth too. It When you're content with whatever you have, then you've got that ultimate peace and you're satisfied and you're not stressed out. You're There's no worry. There's It's just a great place to be. It's a comfortable place to be. Yeah. So yeah, I think contentment is very important. Otherwise, you're going to constantly be looking for the next best thing and you're going to get caught up in the world and in the the fleshly desires. And if you're content, you don't get caught up in that. So you, Mm -hmm. you can, it's easier to stay in the will really in God's will for you. Yeah. You said the next best thing. You're always looking for the next best thing because there's always going to be another new latest and greatest, a new, this, a new, that, a new, a new car, a new house, a new, Maybe you don't get a new house. Maybe you want to redo it all the time. And, yeah. and you just, you're trying to chase something that's not yours and yeah. you're not satisfied. Yeah. Contentment is important. And you said chase something that's not yours. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Can you dive into that? Well, um, the goal is to be in God's will. Yeah. The goal is to want what he wants for us, want rather want what he has planned for us. Yeah. And seeking that is where we need to be. Mm -hmm. But we get so distracted in the world with all our things that pull us aside, Yeah, you know, our vision, our whatever we're watching, whatever we're listening to, whoever we're talking to, wherever we go, just the day to day can pull us aside. And we get distracted and we can start chasing something that's not for us. And it's almost like you're comparing yourself. So right. you get, it just leads into that comparison where you're looking at what somebody else has. Yeah. And you want that for you. And yeah. maybe that's not what God has for you. So exactly. You're, you end up chasing something that's not for you. And if you can stay focused with um, seeking the Lord, yeah. seeking his will for you, yeah, then you can stay in his will and... Yeah he'll give you so much more than you can imagine. Right. Yeah. And what he has planned for you is better for you than what somebody else has that you think is better for you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I want to know how that plays a role in, in your job because there are people. <laughs> That's a tough question. Yeah. I mean, there are people who are listening who are stay at home moms. There are people who are listening who have their own business and I mean, just you name it, but they want to do it for Jesus. You know, we know that God is our boss, but it's like, 
okay, we read that. How do we practically do that? And how you're talking is like great about seeking God and seeking his kingdom. And, you know, I look up to you for how you are content. You just move throughout when I see you very gracefully. And so I know your foundations in Jesus. I know it's in Christ. And I just feel like can't wait to learn from you in this about how you apply that to your job. The job has many facets. So being a realtor, you're helping people buy and sell real estate or whatever their goals and dreams are. I, I don't necessarily know what their goals and dreams are. I'm just there to help facilitate maybe part of it. So I have right. to I have to listen and I try to get connected to them and get in tune with their situation. Try to see, you know, just guide a little bit in the direction. And in this market right now, mm-hmm. it's very challenging just because it's so competitive. Trying to um, apply my uh, my faith to my work and it's just practicing the patience. I'm, I'm an encourager. So I'm yeah. always encouraging my clients. I'm always trying to find the positive. I'm always trying to guide them mm-hmm. and, and present the facts as they are mm-hmm. as simply as possible. Um, so they can make a better decision because I can't make the decision for them. That's they good. have to make the decision. And I'm hoping that our experiences that make the decision in confidence, right. that they're heading in the right direction. Just trying to do the best for them. Always. Yeah. Yeah. It's never about me. It's never about what I want. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't, I'm just, I trust in the Lord that he's going to make it happen if it happens. So um, if it's supposed to. So, I mean, if we get to the closing table, I'm ecstatic and they're ecstatic and I'm just thrilled to be a part of it. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't worry about income if it's coming or what that looks like and because the Lord provides. So I don't even know what that looks like. I just get a deposit. Exactly. I'm thankful because I trust that he's going to provide for me. And exactly. um, That's so good. So I don't take it for granted that he's going to provide for me. You know, you have to participate. You can't just sit at home. So you've got to get out and interact with the world. Yeah. The Lord provides a hundred percent every time. Okay, and you said that you have to participate. You have to participate. I mean, we have to trust in him, but that doesn't mean we... He wants us to participate. He's awesome because he's so polite. I think he was a Southerner. He's got all the manners, you know? (laughs) He was so so polite. He's so polite. (laughs) He's not intrusive. He's so kind. You can almost hear him go, bless your heart, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, he wants to be invited um, into your life. He's... So when you invite him in your life and then you realize that you taste and see that he is good yeah, and it's, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. And so it's intoxicating. Yeah. You want more of it. And yeah. the more you taste and the more you see yeah. and the more you experience it, it's consuming yeah. and it's powerful. It's so good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's all the things that are good for you. Yeah. It's nothing can harm you. Yeah. You know, and it's a lot. So you guys, thankfully, we only have 24 hours at a time that he gives us, right? So we can only take it. I mean, that is really a huge thing Um, because there's so much there. I just get to the point sometimes where I just want to, I want to be submerged. You know, I want to be in over my head 
with him. So, right. and I want to know all the things now that right. he has for me yeah. so that I can go ahead and not enjoy it, but yeah. just walk that way, Yeah, you know, so, and seek it. So yes. it, it's just, it's just so powerful. It's awesome. And when you said provides, I just feel like someone listening, you know, they're looking for God to provide something for them. And you just said that he provides. He does. He provides. But I mean, you have to, so we were talking about participation. So when you read the Bible every day, he's giving you nuggets and yeah. he's giving you pieces of, um, it's almost like a Hansel and Gretel trail where he's leaving the trail for you to yeah. follow, to get to where he wants you and you eat yeah. and you chew on it and you, um, you ponder it and you, Maybe it applies for you today. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's for your future. And so when you get there, you can retrieve it from mm -hmm. the archives of your mind. I mean, it's interesting, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's sustaining. It's just everything. But you have to participate. You have to, you have to read. You have to ask him, what does this mean to you, uh, yeah. for me? How do you want me to use this? What are you trying to tell me? Yeah. And he will tell you. I mean, you have to. It's weird, but sometimes you drive around in the car, and if you remember at He's with us all the time. Amen. You just can look over to your passenger seat and go, okay. Yeah. And I've done this before. It's kind of weird, but no, it's, no. it's awesome. And you go, okay, I see you there. I know you're there. I mean, obviously I don't see him, but, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. and you just start talking to him like your best friends in the car with you. And it's amazing. The revelation that comes to you, whatever yeah. your concern is, whatever you're trying to figure out just by speaking it out loud. Yeah. He, answers you yeah and you have that peace that's ah it's that reassurance and right that's that how in your life has God provided for you to get you to this place of the Lord provides we have to participate just from studying the Bible yeah um going to Bible studies uh Wednesday Bible studies yeah um Sunday you know going to church, listening to messages. Yeah. And when they had Sunday school, you know, I don't know what they call it now, but I like Sunday school. <laughs> yeah, Sunday school. And I mean, that's you pretty, know, that's what you it study. is. And yeah. you're just around other people that are yeah. seeking knowledge and it just comes to you because it's in the, it's in the Bible, you know, yeah. you have to, it, he wants you to participate. Faith is, is action. Faith is, you yeah. know, it's an active thing for me. And, mm -hmm. We have to put it on every day. We have to remember. We have to. Fortunately, we're in situations throughout the day where you have to ask questions. You have to just look for him. He's there. You know? Yeah. And you know when you're in his will, when things start lining up and it's it's not a struggle. You don't have to force it. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean it's not going to it's going to be smooth and perfect all the time can't necessarily seek that but when it works out you know and it's outside of something that you mm. could have done yeah it's beyond you you right. didn't make it happen you know that it's in your in his will yeah you're in his what he has for you right I've, I've just experienced that a few times it's awesome yeah talk to me about that because I think we're in the rat race of life you know we want everything to happen now but it sounds like we just need to open up our eyes <laughs> 
Well, we want everything right now. It's here. I mean, everything's available to us. It's just a matter of what you're looking for, Yeah, you know? And one of my verses that I've been listening to and re- remembering all the time is, yeah. I want to stay close to him. I want to be with him. I yeah. want to be in his will. I want him to be guiding me constantly. So yeah, I want to be where he is. And Amen. <clears throat> I want to be where he is. Yeah. Like, I want to be where he is. I want that too. Yeah. But how do I stay there? Um, you have to constantly be wanting it and seeking it. So yeah. Jeremiah 29, 13 and 14 yeah. um, says, you'll seek me and find me when yeah. you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you. Yeah. I will be found. When you seek me with your whole heart. You will seek me yeah. and you will find me. Only when you seek me with your whole heart. It doesn't say only, but that's what I hear. Yeah. So then he assures us, I will be found by you. Okay. When you do these things, I will be found. What does it mean to be found? Because I just want to know, what does it mean to be, like, not me be found? No, him. Jesus. (laughs) Well, he's with us. There you are. Well, I mean, no. It's it's such a bizarre thing to try to understand. We know he's omnipresent. He's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. He's with us now. We know that. He's with me when I walk outside because yeah. he's everywhere. He's in everything. Yes, he's in yes. us. Yeah, he's in us. So good. But to be found, I mean, we have to see him. I mean, we have to acknowledge him that mm. he's there with us. We have mm. to acknowledge that. He's provided for us. We have to acknowledge that we didn't do this. Right, right. You know, something came first, and yeah. it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's kind of what I mean. Yeah. Um, you are such a great example, Dion. For people who know you and are listening to this, people love you. You're just so easy to – I know you're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you're like, do not do this to me. But I'm just like, for people who do not know you, they need to know – that you move with grace and you're not going to be the one that's yelling at everybody at the event to move to the left because somebody's coming to the right. Like (laughs) you're going to be the one assisting someone to make it happen. You're going to be the hands and feet. You're going to work hard to make sure that someone is taken care of at the end of the day. And like perfect job for you is real estate. But I just think for whoever's listening, we have something to learn from that because you I don't think you got there overnight. Have you always been like this? I don't know. It just depends on who you ask. Um. <laughs> That's true. No truer words have been said on this podcast. Really? My mom, she'll tell you all day long. The epitome of this, that, and the other. I don't know. Great things. You know, she's always in my corner. She never, and I don't mean to say that like she's coming at me. She's not. No. She's always propping me up. Yeah. Always pouring into me. Yeah. Always praising me. Yes. Always, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. The best mom. Exactly. Yes. See what I'm saying? Everybody who's listening right now, I'm talking to you. Like, see how she's just like so graceful with her words, just like wanting to make sure that people are taken care of. Yes. Sorry. I just needed (laughs) to like take a break right there because I just, (laughs) it depends on who you ask. (laughs) Well, it does. So wise. (laughs) Yes. That's the truth for anyone. Yes. um, Yes. Yes. I just prefer to be in the background. Um, I am never the one that wants to be 
the poster child for anything. And mm -hmm. I'm just more comfortable encouraging and watching things happen. And I probably get some of this from my Yaya, um, just that eye of knowing, oh, this isn't going to go well, but I'm not going to say anything right now because yeah. it almost has to not go well yeah. so that you can learn from it, right? Okay. Because okay. people learn from experience yeah. more than they learn from you yelling at them or okay. telling them, yeah, yeah, yeah. look, I can see this isn't going to go well. Okay. Uh, who are you to them? Yeah. You know? Why would you know something, you know, that they don't know? Because we're all the same. We're yeah. all equal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to live the experience. Yeah. And um, then you can say, oh, well, it didn't go well, but here's what I learned. Yeah. Because you have to learn. And it's got to be um, ingrained in your head, whatever the lesson is, whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be, you know, huge and yeah. life-changing or anything like that. It's just little daily lessons throughout the day. And when you learn them, um, you can move on. You can step on it. And it's a stone, you know, it's a firm stone to step forward and keep walking. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Firm foundation. That's yeah. good. When you were talking about, sorry, I'm laughing. I just like love your heart. You're awesome. <laughs> You're <so sweet. laughs> when, when you were talking about finding Jesus, I was curious to know, like you were just talking about walking forward throughout your day and you learn by example throughout the day. And to read that scripture where it talks about when you seek me, find me, it sounds so easy. Like you seek him in his word and then there he is like sitting in a chair with his hands folded, just waiting to meet with you. And as you were talking about earlier about you see him throughout the day and when things work out, I'm just wondering if you can paint us a picture about how we can find Jesus because for this is for whoever's listening. Like they're seeking God. They turned on this podcast I mean, I pray to God that you're listening to this podcast to draw closer to the Lord, to then use your position to broadcast his love, no matter what your position is. But we want to find him. Like we want to find him in our job, like, or we want to find him in mothering or find him in fathering. If a guy's listening to this, but how do we find him? Open your Bible, dig into what his word is. The Bible is there for us to get to know him and understand what he has for us. Who yeah. he, and it's not even about us getting anything other than relationship Yeah. and feeling fully loved and accepted and remembering that he created us yeah. to know him. He created us in all our imperfections on purpose. So whatever however we are, we're worthy. He's called us that. He wants us to be with him. So seeking him, he's, he's there. Finding him, he's there. And it can be as simple as thoughts in your mind that go towards him, asking him, reveal yourself to me, show me where you are. And it's not lift that spoon right there. You yeah. know? <laughs> Even though I have, have you done that before? I'm no. like, Lord, if, if, you, <laughs> if you, if you want me to be careful with my finances, please close that back door. 
so I don't let any more air out. It's probably more like remove the desire to go spend money. Yes. Right? Remove this urge remove. inside of me to go buy something I don't need. Yes. That would be the way to say that, you know? Amen. Remove. Ooh, declare. Dion done. <laughs> Declaring. When you keep experiencing uh, an issue, uh, a trial, mm. uh, whatever mm -hmm. it is, and you know that you're tired of experiencing that issue, mm. and it's something that always leads us to sin, always. I mean, we sin yeah. every day, all day long, yes. and we don't even know it, you know? Our hearts, <laughs> our hearts are in the right place. Yeah. We're not, it's not intentional, but exactly. it's something as simple as, um, I'm maybe you've talked about a budget and you're not going to spend anything, but yeah. you're in the store and you have a list and you want to veer off the list. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. That's the enemy at you, right? Yeah. He's coming at you because he's not coming at you with, um, huge loud noises and yeah, yeah. surprise. He's slithering in, sneaking in. It's just too sneaking in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? It's just two fifty, and then yeah. you go around the corner, and it's just seventy five cents. Exactly. Well, there's three twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's not a lot of money, but it adds up over time. Yeah. So, um, but that could be applied to anything. It can be. Yeah, that's absolutely anything. Not just going to the store or whatever. Yeah. That's just you know, as a mom and a wife, you always seem to be the ones going to the store. Exactly. <laughs> like, my bad. Ooh, it was just a soda. Exactly. It was just a. A juice I thought was good for me. I mean, they put it at the front, like nice and chilled for you. It's Ready to go. <laughs> for my health. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So if you keep experiencing those things, whatever it is, that's the distraction that's trying to weave in and you're tired mm. of learning this lesson, just stand there in your room, in wherever, and just, I've done this before. I've stood in the bathroom here and looked yeah. at myself and said, God, take this away, away from, from me. me. I am so tired. And yeah. I, he says, cast it, give it to him. He can handle yes. it. It's not meant for you to try to solve and mm -hmm. overcome on your own. Give it to him. Let him deal with it. Yeah. And when you release in that instant and you are ultimately really done with whatever yeah. the issue is, yeah. you feel lighter because you've truly given it to him and he's taken it away from you. Yeah. And from that point on that I did that and I've done it before, you know, many times about different things, but yeah. I'm tired of experiencing what I'm experiencing because that's not helping me. Right. It's affecting my family life yeah. in whatever way it's, it's how it's affecting my peace. It's yeah. affecting my whole life, exactly. you know, and because it, it's constantly irritating, yeah. you know, it's like a thorn in your finger and you yeah. can't get it out Yeah, and you know, it's in there, but you just can't dig it out. Yeah. Just purge it. Just get it out. Yeah. You know, give it to him. He takes it and you can move on and your mind is freer to take in more of what he has for you. Your mind is freer to take in more of what he has for you. When you release the burden to him because he cares for you, like he cares for you. <laughs> if you didn't know that, like 100%, he cares, he cares for, you. for you. So give him those burdens, give him those cares. 
and then you're free from it. I think uh, just one more thing I wanted to ask you before I ask, you know, the last question is how do you truly surrender that thing to God? Because, you know, our mind, I'm always praying like, Lord, create me a clean heart. Oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Clean it out. Does it come back? And if it does, that thought or that fill in the blank, do you have to just keep surrendering it? No, you can reject it before it enters. So you take every thought captive mm -hmm. and make it obedient to Christ. Mm -hmm. That I wrote that down. You did? Yeah, I don't remember where I put it. It's in the New Testament. You take every thought captive okay. and you make it obedient to Christ. Mm -hmm. So when those things maybe want to linger in a little bit more, you have mm -hmm. to be on guard. I mean, you have to know... And be ready yeah. because you can reject these things and get it, purge it. Don't even entertain it. Just purge it. Mm -hmm. Throw it away. And you call out the enemy and you say, you are not welcome here. Amen. You reject him all the time. Don't entertain him yeah. because he's trying to trip you up at every opportunity he has. Yeah. And... You have to know the word of God. You have to know. You got to put on the armor of God. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to. Because the battle starts in your mind. Yep. It doesn't start anywhere else. It starts in your mind. The battle is not between people, flesh. It happens between people because they've taken um, ownership of whatever the situation is. Wow. And they're trying to solve it themselves. Yeah. And it's not their battle. Yeah. It's the Lord's battle. It's Amen. in the heavenly realms. It's between yeah. them. We just happen to fall prey to it and if we're not paying attention. So we have to know the armor of God so we can defeat these things. Yeah. And it starts in our mind. And it can often start with how we receive someone's actions, yeah. words, whatever, right? Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. have to reject what you're feeling because mm -hmm. your feelings can lie to you. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. but it's okay to feel them. I mean, but identify them, you know, mm -hmm. look at who's you're dealing with, pray instantly, immediately, you yeah. know, for God to step in or to take over the situation or to clarify even what you're feeling and what you're receiving. Yeah. So you can understand. But yeah, I think somebody needed to hear today about it's not the flesh that we're fighting. We can't be fighting anything. I mean, we participate in the battle by using God's word and by knowing his truths and standing on Amen. them. Amen. And so we have to, that's how we participate. Mm -hmm. You take every thought captive, you measure it, you know the word. It has to, if it in one way doesn't add up to what God says about you, about the situation, about mm -hmm. his truth, if something's off, then it's not from him. Disregard it. Like it's, in the name of Jesus, what did you say earlier about asking the enemy to like go away? What did you say earlier? It, reject him. Reject him. Yeah. Call him out and say, you're not welcome here. You don't yeah. live here. You're not welcome here. Yeah. Walk in your house and, you know, pray in every room of your house. Invite the Lord into your house and, and tell him he lives there. Ask Amen. him. Say, I want you to live in this house. Amen. I want you to 
be the king of this room. Yes. I want you to be the king of the conversations at my dinner table with my family. Amen. Be the king in my kitchen when I'm preparing mm-hmm. food or whoever yeah. is to the nourishment of our bodies for you. Right. That's pray into your kids' bedrooms, pray on their beds, pray on their pillows yeah. when they sleep at night. Yes. You have kids that drive, circle their cars, yeah. sit in their driver's seat, pray over them. Yes. Invite him in and where God is, the enemy can't be. I mean, like that's, that's it. Where God is, the enemy cannot be. And I think taking ownership of our faith, taking ownership of the power of God that is within us. Like before we started this podcast, you and I were both very aware that God lives in us and the power of God will defeat the enemy. Like we are the head and not the tail. Like we are, our heads are going to be held high, you know? Well, we're already victorious. And we have to remember that the battle's been won. We don't take that for granted. Yeah. We walk in the direction of the victory. We have to claim to be victors. And we have to hold our head high. And we have to... Just remember that it's so easy to feel defeated. We can be defeated if that's what we're looking for. You know, Mm. if that's what we're seeking. Preach. Right? Whoa. So the point is. Yeah. And it's easy to look. It's, I'm just. Yeah. I don't know if this is correct. When you were talking earlier about God will meet you in your day and you'll find him in your day and da, 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 da. Some, it, I'm just going to say it's easy to find defeat. It's easy to find the sad. It's easy to find the bad. It's all there. Everything, whatever you want to see, whatever you're feeling, yeah, it's all there if that's what you're looking for. Yeah. And it's okay to feel things. It's okay to feel pain, feel sadness, feel yeah, yeah, defeat, yeah. feel, yeah. but we don't stay there. Okay. It's not the end. The defeat is not the end. Amen. How about that? How about that? The defeat is not the end. No. Those are not my words. God yeah. gave me those. Yes. <laughs> I mean, all of it. Yeah. So, yeah. I love how in you always say you want to decrease our name and increase his name. Amen. Right? Yes. And it's so I love easy that. to get in the way. <laughs> I, well, I love that. And it's, it's a great way to say it, but um, sometimes I forget. But in the mornings... I'll leave the house, before I leave the house, I wake up, you know, read, and you get ready to go, and I'm in the Word and such, but I'll pray, um, empty me of me, fill me of you, Mm. fill me up to overflowing. And what does overflowing look like? I don't know. I, yeah, it's just a contentment. It's, um, it's so that I'm completely full of him and that the overflow, anything that's coming out of me whatever it is, if you, if you see me, if you hear me or whatever cross paths with me, I don't want anybody to see me. I want them to see him. Amen. That's the overflow. And so it, it's easy to move around that way when you, when you walk in that and it doesn't mean you don't have challenges. You still, you know, get mad at the person that cut you off while you're driving. (laughs) (laughs) But you quickly also go, oops, my bad, I'm sorry. The uh, war is not the flesh, Lord. Yeah. 
not the flesh. It's not the flesh. They obviously needed to get somewhere quicker than I did, and that's okay. They didn't hit me. Thank you for protecting me. I just yeah. love your spirit. Right? So, so good. Yes, like, I do not think like that. I do not think like you that. You can. You can. <laughs> Amen, sister. I didn't always. Yes. But, I, you know, I don't know. It's, it's just a way of life. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to ask your favorite Bible verse that's helping you in the season. Well, I go through a lot of them. Yeah. And right now it is Jeremiah 29, 13. You will yeah. seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Yeah. So that's, that's where I am right now. I love it. When you seek me with all of your heart. And that's all I want. That's all I do. I listen. I read. I listen to a couple of podcasts. Yeah. I uh, listen to praise music all the time. Yeah. He speaks to me in um, music and he yeah. reminds me all day long that he's with me. Yeah. Um, it's just, he reveals to me through music, my praise music while I'm driving around the car and listening or I'll put it on the house when no one's there just yeah. because not everybody wants to <laughs> say it. You know, you praising all day long like me, but exactly, <laughs> I'm cool with it. I know, I know. It is funny. Like people are on different wavelengths. Almost, I just need. I need to have uh, worship music or like the Bible audio book or a Christian podcast playing. I everybody who knows me, I'm super hyper. So like, if I'm not dialed into something with Jesus, my mind is elsewhere. Elsewhere completely. Okay, good. So you're really calm and you feel that way too. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. No, it's good. Just because I feel like, you know, if I'm yeah. singing and praising and I'm just, it's just, I feel better. You know, the yeah. music, it's better music and my body feels better and my yeah. mind feels better and I'm just more joyful. I'm happy, yes. you know, cause it's, it's all, it's all good and it's all yeah. encouraging. And yeah, you know, yeah, it yeah. says, you know, think on those things, whatever is good whatever's pure and lovely admirable brothers <laughs> yeah. whatever is true whatever is right whatever is pure whatever is lovely <laughs> whatever is admirable if anything is excellent or praiseworthy think about such things so again that's in your mind yeah so you're taking your thoughts and are they any of those yeah. things and if they are those things then ponder it yeah chew on it See what it has for you. If it's none of those things, yeah. toss it like a piece of trash. <laughs> toss it. Crum crumble it up. <laughs> Two points. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. Two points. That's right? it. That's Let's it. See if you can swish it. <laughs> <laughs> You're amazing. Whatever. Um, you are a successful businesswoman. You are a follower of Christ. You treat people really well, Dion. And Thank you're, you. You're welcome. You're really good at what you do. You're really good at loving your family. You've got two boys and a husband who's a chef yes, on Pensacola Beach. Yes. Can you share the new news if you don't mind? Oh, yeah. He's awesome. He um, just took the position of uh, as the chef of Drift. Yeah. And it's on Pensacola Beach. And what a blessing that is. Um, God put us on the beach. And it's just been amazing. Yeah. We've been out there for six years now, so um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. changed a lot. We didn't even know we were going to move to the beach. Really? Yeah, we were living in Gulf Breeze, perfectly happy, and then one day I was like, hey, babe, what do you think if we move to the beach? And that just changed everything, and I don't think that was my idea. Really? 
yeah, that wasn't my idea. It just, it came to me. So God put us there. He put us in our house. Um, I trusted him from the very beginning, step by step. He -hmm. wrote emails for me in negotiations. He made the way. Yeah. And when we moved out there, I saw a change in my husband and I knew that we were never going to leave the beach. Really? <laughs> because he's such a sensing person. He's so visual. And okay. I didn't real. I mean, you're constantly learning who your husband is <laughs> or your spouse, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and we've been together for a long time and I never, I knew we loved the beach and we do, we met at the beach and, you know, it holds really? a, a place in our heart. But when I saw the transformation in him to be able to walk to the beach and not pack up and drive to the beach. And that sounds silly, but it changed him and it gave me a new level of understanding and appreciation for him, okay. for his creativity and his, um, his heart yeah, and how he's just so awesome. So, um, anyway, it's great that he's working now out at the beach and he doesn't have to drive anywhere. He can just scoot down the road and, yeah. Scoot back home and he's perfectly happy. What encouragement for the wife who's listening to this podcast, how you just talked about your husband, like to see him thrive in his gifts? Well, yeah, it hasn't always been that easy to yeah. see those things because, you know, when you're, when you're young and you get married and you partner with someone, uh, there was a reason that brought, there was something that brought you together. Something that made one of you ask a question and yeah. it, there was something that made someone else answer the question affirmatively, yes. <laughs> right? So I do. Took, hey, you want to do this? Sure. Why not? Exactly. You know, let's do this. So yeah. as lightly as we make it in the beginning, then you actually really start to do the work of knowing who this person is. And it's easy for a, a wife to look at her husband and go, okay, he's awesome in this way, that way, but I want him to improve this way. Right. Okay. okay. I want to, Maybe if he did this a little differently and you start, you don't even know you're doing it. Yeah. You're, pulling, you're picking them apart yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're trying to improve the things that you don't like. Yeah, yeah, When those things were never consideration when you said yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you can go through that and it can cause great conflict, which, you know, it did for us. And then I finally realized, wait a minute, hold the phone here. I'm creating a mountain out of a molehill here. Okay. Right? I'm growing something that's not because I'm focusing on it. So whatever I'm seeking, I'm finding. If I'm seeking that he's irritating me in whatever silly, insignificant way. Yeah. Then that's what I'm going to find and it's going to irritate me more. Yeah. When I realize, wait a minute, there's a reverse. If I start thinking about all the great things that, I love about him and that are awesome about him, that starts to change, right? And then I start seeing that and then, oh, this is awesome. We're good again. So I'm working on myself to make sure that what I'm looking at is right, what I'm providing is right. And then I realize I don't even know this guy as much as I thought I did because he's so awesome now. (laughs) All these new awesome things are coming out because I've I'm seeking the awesomeness. Yeah. Right? I'm seeking the awesomeness. And my spouse. Right? Yes. And seeking the awesomeness. I have to remember it all goes together. I said yes. I said yes to this commitment. I'm going to see it through. Yeah, yeah. Because 
I said I would. So I have to do what I said I was going to do. Exactly. And he is the same way, fortunately. Yeah. You know, um, it's amazing. So it's just learning more about him, knowing there's still so much more about him that I don't know. Focusing on that scripture that you read. Do you mind reading that one more time, please? Okay. It is Philippians 4, 8. Yes. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Mm. Would you apply that to your spouse? You apply it to everything. You apply it to your spouse. You apply it to your children. You apply it to your work. You mm. reply, apply it to your friendships, yeah. to anything, to your dreams, your goals. Apply it to all of it. That's good. Wow. This has been amazing. <laughs> Thank you. It has Did, been amazing. Yeah, I didn't were, know where this was going to go. I didn't either. I just felt... I don't know if it was the Lord who was telling me or what. <laughs> I don't know. You know, sometimes I don't know. I'm like, is this Jesus? I like, please be Jesus, obviously. But just to listen to you because you do have so much wisdom and like God made each person uniquely. I know that. And the way that he made you, I just want to learn from that because I love that you were saying like you want to be overflowing you know, and reading scripture, reading his word is where you're getting filled up to overflow and just so much clarity and direction in this podcast. Like, I just want to read one last time, First Timothy 6, 6 through 8. Now there's great gain in godliness with contentment for we brought nothing into the world and we cannot take anything out of the world. If we have food and clothing with these things, we will be content. So just thank you for painting the picture of us of how God has got you to this place of contentment. That's awesome. But is there anything else you want to share? No, I just think you're awesome. And I'm, <laughs> I love that uh, we have a friendship. And Me too. I like to, I like looking back on how we got connected. I know. It was through him. Yeah. Through my husband. Oh yeah. That's where yeah. we met. That was the scariest interview for, well, I interviewed him on when I was our news reporter. <laughs> We like decided to do a cooking, an egg cooking competition, and Nicole Stacy was there. <laughs> that was a really bad idea. Like, really, really, we decided to have like an egg cooking competition. I don't even remember. All I remember was that's the sad part is I don't even remember what the story was. <laughs> like, I don't, why were we you, having an egg cooking competition? I don't. We know, were live on TV. Yeah, get in the kitchen. Let's interview the chef. Let's. I don't know what it was, but. He's like, he's game for all of it. He's so out there. He's like, you ask him to do something. If it's something he can do, he's like, yes. Yes, let's do that. Without hesitation. And then he's like, oh, wait, maybe I should ask Dion. And then then there was another time we needed someone to talk about grilling safety, and I didn't know anyone. (laughs) I mean, what am I going to do? Get my husband and be like, and this is how you do it, you know? No. So I'm like a chef. Dan will do this. He will do it every time. He's like, sure. He will wake up at 3.30 in the morning to show up so he can get did the shot with Ricky. Did y'all move out to the beach before? Wait, yeah, y'all it was w- way after. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm like, how long ago was that? But yeah, you guys are awesome and just a group of friends that we have. I like love the people you guys are connected to. Just such salt of the earth people 
doing really cool things in this community. So I'm thankful to be on Team Dion as well. <laughs> as well, it's mutual. Um, at the end of every podcast, we always pray, Lord, decrease us and increase you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Oh my goodness, y'all. That was so much fun. I love Dion and I hope that conversation changed the pace of your day because we can go fast and we can go fast really well sometimes, but sometimes we get too fast and we've got to slow down. I was listening to Dion. It's like, I got to slow down. I got to slow down. And the verse that's been in my mind lately, I just wanted to share it with you all as we wrap this up and I'll give you contact information to reach out to Dion Dunn if you would like to, but it's trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. I don't know about you, but I want a straight path. I want it to be direct. (laughs) I don't want to go left or right. I don't want to waste time. I want to go straight in my path. And I want the Lord to lead it. And what Dion was talking about, about getting in your head and getting all mixed up in your mind, that's the enemy. And it starts in our head, like what she was saying. And so I just hope that this conversation has encouraged you to slow down the pace, to take every thought captive and seek Jesus. Because when you seek Jesus by opening up his word, you'll find him. So it's simple. Ask, seek, and knock. Matthew 7, 7 through 8 says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. But I know there's somebody out there because this has happened to me where I've asked God for something and I haven't gotten it. Okay, doesn't that sound so selfish and bratty? But I am sure, you know, maybe I'm the only one here, but you've asked God for something and you haven't gotten it, okay? For me, I wanted a huge career in broadcasting, working at the Today Show. It was something I wanted since I was a little girl to be on the Today Show. But that is not what God had in plan for me. Maybe it'll happen down the road, but my motives were wrong. I wanted to be famous. I wanted my name in lights. So James 4.3 helps us here because if you're asking for something and you're not getting it, this is your answer from God's word. Like Dion said, just open his word. Just open his word. James 4.3, you ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. So what are your motives? Are your motives wrong? You will know right now, if your motives are wrong. If it's to see your name in lights, <laughs> wrong. John 3.30, he must become greater, I must become less. So I know this is going to sound kind of crazy, but lately I've had some anxiety. And I just want to share it in this space because if someone else is going through a hard time, I just want to show you what God showed me in my quiet time recently. So I just wanted to share with you what I've learned. So Psalms 55.22, cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Where is our hope today? Where is our faith today? Is it in Jesus? Because he's the answer. Psalms 51.10, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. And we can go even deeper. Ezekiel 36, 25 through 27. If you want to talk about wrong motives, who has priority number one? 
it should be Jesus in that top slot. And then in my family, it's my husband and kids and family and so on. So Ezekiel 36, 25 through 27, I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. That is a promise. Lord, clean me from the inside out. Continuing on in verse 25, I will cleanse you from all your impurities and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. So I say that with action in my voice because if we have a hard heart, God can give us a new heart. If we are upset, if we have wrong motives, God can give us a clean heart, a new heart, and a new spirit. And just to encourage you one final time, Jeremiah 29, 11, get this. He knows our plans. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. God has big plans for you. I love to tell my kids this. God has big plans for you. So if you're in your head, I just pray in the name of Jesus that you surrender all that anxiety to him. He cares for you. Cast your cares on the Lord. He cares for you. Lord, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. I cannot give you answers to everything. I can direct you to God's word. And no matter what you're walking through right now, if it's hard or if it's easy, don't forget to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust in him for your work. Trust in him with your kids. Trust in him with your spouse. Trust in him with your home. Trust in him with your family. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And don't lean on your own understanding. Don't get in your head. Trust in Jesus. Acknowledge him the whole way through. He will direct your paths straight. Thank you all so much for listening. If you all would like to connect with Dion Dunn, you can find her on Instagram and Facebook. You spell her name D-I-O-N-E and last name Dunn. D-U like umbrella, N as in Nancy, N as in Nancy. Thank you all so much for listening. Lord willing, we'll talk to you all next week here on Broadcast is Love. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you will also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy, Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy, Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy, Haiti, and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys, and have a great day. Hi, y'all. This is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. <laughs>